what does achieving your business goals and your personal goals look like for you? How do you know when you've made progress? What do you think about goal setting? All of that today and more. I am introducing you to someone who has come into my life and I'm so grateful to have him here in the on the podcast to share with you, to share his wisdom with you. We all have had people maybe that have made shifts in our, our life, you know, altered or shifted some things in a way we think. And Richard is one of those for me. I've had wonderful leaders and mentors and insightful friends throughout the years and along the way. Um, and I count Richard as one of uh, those gems, as, as we like to say. Richard is an expert on personal development, and he's a wonderful coach and mentor. He's an incredible advocate for community and he makes getting through the weeds of messy progress and goals so much easier. And if you've ever felt stuck or overwhelmed, maybe you feel like all these competing priorities and what should we work on when, maybe frustrated. And again, I call it the weeds of busy and that's where I lived a lot. And I'm so grateful uh, a couple of years ago, I had the opportunity to meet Richard. I was invited to join one of his progress pods and we'll talk about that a little bit later. I think it was about two and a half years ago that I met Richard and it has been, you know, such a joy to get to know him. We've become very good friends and I, again, I'm so happy to have him here on the podcast with you and my hope is that today that you're going to take away some shifts in your ideas about what it looks like to make progress, how to think about making progress and maybe reframe a little bit on goal setting kind of Richard has great take on goal setting and I really can't wait for you to hear about that and he will share that with you. I'm going to share his official bio which is that he believes in tiny steps taken consistently over time are the key to making massive progress. He believes it's easier to make progress when we meet regularly with others who challenge, encourage and support us to be all that we have the potential to be. Richard created the Progress Pods and Progress Pods is a system that makes it easy to find and join with like-minded people who want to make massive progress in their lives and support others to do the same. He calls them Progress Pods and it is incredibly exciting uh, for me to share some of these ideas that uh, he has and he's going to share with us um, his framework as well which I love. So Richard's joining us from Wellington, New Zealand today and I want to encourage you to listen to the very end of our conversation. I always end our uh, conversations when I have guests on with rapid fire questions and Richard's answers are gold. So I want to encourage you to listen right through to the end and make sure you hear the powerful answers that he has from the rapid fire questions that I give him. Grab a coffee and a notebook. You're going to want to listen to and be open to some new concepts and some new ideas on making progress to reach your goals and thinking about how you're making your goals. So without further ado, let's go. Let's talk to Richard. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. 
Each week, I'll share simple, proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers, and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. So I have a treat today. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, my friend, Richard Ralston. Welcome. Hi, Wendy. It's great to be here. So I'm excited to have you join us today and talk to my retailers a little bit about so many things. Actually, I've, I've said in the intro that there's so many things that we could chat about. But one of the things, Richard, that I am so hopeful that you can chat with our retailers about today is about making progress. It's such a it's such a big, scary thing for a lot of retailers. And how are we making progress and goal setting and all the things? So this right. is what you do well. So let's chat about that. You are the king of progress. And let's chat about that a little tiny bit. Can you tell us a little bit about your business and what you do and what made you the progress king, as I'm going to call you? <laughs> well, I'm not sure I'm the progress king, but thank you very much. So uh I guess I've always worked with small groups uh, in a lot of different ways. And it's already always been around the personal development area. And over the years, and I mean, lots of years now, I mean, I've been probably working in the kind of coaching mentoring area now for 30 plus years. So what I've seen over that time is that we all have so much more potential than we realize we have. And so I just got fascinated about pursuing my own potential. I got fascinated about helping others realize their potential. So I guess that's what's driven me into this area. And, you know, I, I've... <laughs> As you know, I love reading. I love all the personal development books. I get in, I get into all that stuff. And I, for so many years, I've read basically all the top books that were out there for years and years and years. And, but when it came to goal setting in particular, I found that I just wasn't achieving my own goals. I, I had these big dreams and they just weren't happening. And so through a variety of circumstances that we'll talk about, I've developed a slightly different method that has made such a difference to my life. And we can talk about that when we get on. But what I'm doing now is I help people make progress, but specifically in memberships and online courses, and also in, in coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching, help people make progress using a little methodology called the progress pod accountability group system. And that's where I help people set up little progress pods. They're kind of like little small groups. They're little masterminds, little uh, study groups, if you like. And we use something called the next tiny step method. And basically the idea of that is that it's a way of helping people continue to make progress even when they feel stuck or when they feel overwhelmed or when they're not sure how to move forward that is that explains it so well. and that's how we met and we met in a progress pod that you were doing yeah. and I owe you so much for the brilliance of the pod and stay I always call it, I call it the pod and staying in that progress pod 
I saw myself make so much progress and everybody else in the group. And it's just, it's really, I hate using the word magical because it's not really magical, but it is, it's just, it works so well. And I think you nailed it on the head when you said we feel overwhelmed and what do we, you know, what step do we take and what do we do? And this, all these competing priorities in my world, I can speak mostly for myself, but I saw it with other people in our mm. groups. Um, they just, they compound and then everything else races to the top as priority. <laughs> so I do, I, I do, I, you know, I do want to thank you a million times over for what you You're do. You're welcome. Inside, and inside progress pods, it really does make a difference. It's been yeah. a, a huge game changer for my business and my life and my coaching and my retailers don't know it, but for them as well, too, for my clients, you know, all of us, it's, it's really, so I, you know, can you explain a little bit, let's talk about the overwhelm and what you do and how, like, how do we, like, what is this next tiny step? Can we talk a little bit about that and want to share a little bit about that and how it works? Absolutely. Well, let's put it in the context of goal setting, because oh. I don't want anybody to hear that I'm anti-goal setting. I'm not anti-goal setting, although that, there might have been a few years when I was a little bit, and then I mellowed a little bit. I see goals now as a direction to go in, not a destination to get to. And that's been, that's the first thing. And so what that means is that I'm not trying to get to a particular point and say, I'm done. And, and there's a whole lot of kind of uh, psychology or worldview around that. For example, we could say, you know, if, if I set a goal, I am setting a limit on myself mm -hmm. because we have all had experiences where we have got closer and closer to what we thought our goal was and we've shifted the goalposts yeah. and doing all we've got to a goal and somebody might have asked us, well, you know, how did you go? How did you feel like that? And often we'll say, oh, you know, we, uh, it was OK. I could have done more. I could have done. So we are naturally goal setters and we naturally are looking for the next thing that's out there. So that in itself, we're creating a journey for ourselves. We're not creating a destination. Now, I'm, not, I'm also not saying that we shouldn't have milestones along the way. But let's take an analogy of climbing a hill or climbing a mountain or whatever. And, and maybe, maybe your people don't go out climbing mountains. I've climbed a few in my time. But let's just say we're, we're going up to the top of the hill and we, we say to ourselves, OK, I want to get to the top of that rise there. And, and I'm looking out my window now, beautiful blue sky, and I can see the top of the hill over there. And I've walked up there a few times and I go, oh, if I can just get to the top of that hill, the top of that rise, that'll be great. What I've realized, though, is I get to the top of that hill and I look out beyond it and there's another hill. And then there's another hill and I suddenly go, oh, my goodness, if I've got to the top of this hill, I probably have the potential if I wanted to, to get to the next hill or the next hill or the next hill. So essentially, I think we need to be a little bit careful on how we set our goals in terms of destinations, because we can put limits on ourselves that we don't realize. Now, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't measure our progress or how we're getting there. Okay, so I want to put that out there. Secondly, I want to say that we are all naturally goal setters. We all have hopes, dreams, desires and aspirations that tomorrow will be better than today. I mean, it's, you know, and for those of us have, who have children, or for many of us who have 
children, we want our children to have a better life than we've had. So we're all goal setters, whether or not we've written that stuff down or not. So that's my first point. But here's the thing. No goal has ever helped somebody achieve anything. That's a big statement. But the goal in it's, itself. It's so true. It's so true. The goal is not. Yeah. The goal is not. The, yeah. And, and we think, oh, if I can just set some goals, that's going to make all the difference. Mm -hmm. Well, the reality of it is, as, as I've probably already said, um, if we want to make real progress, we need to stop setting more goals because we know most of us, well, <laughs> Maybe we could do a little bit more about thinking about what we actually want in our lives, but we have some idea of what we want in our lives, right? Most of us kind of have some idea of what we want in our lives. And often we just stack more goals on top and more things we want to do in this. And if I could just do that and blah, 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 blah. And that becomes overwhelming. And so what I and I found that in my own life and I went, this is crazy and I'm getting more and more frustrated, more and more wound up. I know I have the potential to do amazing things and, and be, you know, be whatever I want to be within reason. And it just wasn't happening. And so I remember years ago, a friend of mine went to a, a, uh, a productivity course, I think. And I said to him, okay, out of that course, and it was really expensive back in those days. And I said to him, give me the one liner that you got out of that course. And he said to me, and what happened before that? And I went, what do you mean? What do you mean? He said, well, what we learned in this course was basically to decide what we wanted to do at the outcome and, or at the end, what the outcome would be. And then we worked backwards, but we'd go, and what happened before that? And what happened before that? And what happened before that? And so that saved me two or $3,000 to go to that course. Um, that was the main point out of that. And I've thought about that for years. And so a couple of years ago, or maybe four or five years ago, I came up with this idea of the next tiny step method. And so instead of setting goals, which is kind of like outcomes or what happens at the end, the next tiny step method starts at the beginning. And it, it's all about helping people implement and take action. And so a next tiny step is a single, tiny, immediately, oh, sorry, single, <laughs> easy, immediately doable, tiny action. A single, easy, immediately doable, tiny action. Now, what do I mean by that? It's a single thing. It's not multiple things. It's a start point. And, and this will, I'll, I'll give you a story in a second to illustrate how this works, but it's a single tiny thing. And, and the next tiny step should be so small that it is almost impossible to come up with an excuse not to do it. Okay. So it's a single thing. It's easy to do. If you had the time right now, you could do it. It's that tiny, that small, that easy. It's immediately doable. Again, that means you could do it right now. So it, it's a single thing. It's only one thing. It's easy. That means you could, it, that it doesn't take any effort whatsoever or almost no effort. 
It's immediately doable. That means you could do it right now. There are no constraints over it. It doesn't have any contingencies of other people having to be involved in any way. You have total agency over making that thing happen. And it's a tiny action. So there you go. It's a single, easy, immediately doable, tiny action. It's your next tiny step. Now, let me give you an example of that. A friend of mine had her washing machine break down and it's in a wash house. And for most of us, our wash house is not our tidiest room in the house. You know, often things get put in there and things get put on top of the washing machine and that sort of thing. And, and uh, I, she had got busy. And so her wash house was um, not, not the tidiest house in the room. And she discovered that there was a problem in the pump and it was broken and it needed to be replaced. But to get in and do that, that was just, that was just too many things. It was just a big, overwhelming task. Interestingly enough, at some point, I'm not sure whether she had put this here or whether somebody else had put this here, but there was a, a vase of old dead flowers still with the stinky, smelly, dirty old flower water in there and we know what that smells like that's like ugh, disgusting and it had been just put on top of the washing machine and that was almost the straw that broke the camel's back it was now too overwhelming too hard too like just ah and so she thought okay what's the next what would be my next tiny step and she worked it right back to simply pick up the vase she didn't have to do anything with it. She didn't have to figure out what she was going to do with the flowers or empty the water or what she would do after that. Her next tiny step, her single, easy, immediately doable, tiny action was just to pick up the vase. And she scheduled that in her diary because she didn't have the time to do it right then. So I mean, it sounds really weird, right? She, she put it in her diary <clears throat> and at the end of the story is obvious. At the point that she said she was going to pick up the flowers, she went in there, picked up the flowers and lo and behold, almost like magic, like you said before, her washing machine got fixed. Now, obviously, there were a whole lot of other things that happened, but her next tiny step was so easy and so small and so immediately doable for her that if she even said she knew that all she had to do was pick up that vase and she was done she could have put it down moved on to something else but because she scheduled it out in, out in the future here's the weird thing that happens our subconscious mind says huh okay richard you've made this decision to do this you're not going to do it now that's fine and because we're thinking next tiny step, our subconscious mind is going great. And then the next tiny step I'll take once I pick that those flowers up is this, and then I'll do this, and then I'll do this. And then, and it's like our subconscious mind creates the whole plan that is triggered by us doing that simple action in this case of just picking up that vase. And it is almost by by magic. I have had so many stories of people um, telling me stories like that. I had the same, uh, a similar thing happen to me with a wood pile. Some people came and put some wood that we needed to stack. 
and it was a massive amount of wood and I looked at it for weeks you know I'm just I'm looking out my window imagining where it was all dumped out against the fence just about 10 meters away from me and it was all the way down the fence it was piles and piles of wood and it needed to be barrowed up the back of the house and stacked in the woodshed and it's like oh I just this is the last thing I want to do in my time and with my time and finally I said to myself okay Richard what would be the single, easy, immediately doable, tiny action I could take? What would be my next tiny step to deal with that? And it's like, just go and move one barrel load. You don't have to do any more than that. Just do that one thing. And so I went and moved a barrel load of wood. And then I went, oh, actually, I could move a second one. So I moved two, and then I stopped. That was it. And I went, oh, what would be my next? Oh, you know, tomorrow, just do one more barrow load. And the interesting thing is the wood pile obviously got smaller and smaller and smaller over a few days. And on the last day, there were only about five barrow loads left. And I knew that I only needed to do one and I could do the others the next day. But it's like, oh, if I just do one more and then one more, I'll be done. And um, my wife and family came home, you know, and they'd seen the pile get smaller and smaller, but it almost got smaller and smaller so slowly they hardly noticed. And then one day they went, oh, Richard, you've moved all the wood. I went, yeah. And it was almost effortless. Now, I still had to make a decision to take action, but I, the action that I was taking was a single, easy, immediately doable, tiny action that made it so easy for me to do. I actually remember when you moved the wood pile and it, it's such a good example of something you know needs to be done. And I think what happens with a lot of shop owners, a lot of self-employed, you know, we have all these projects, we have all the wood piles. <laughs> we have wood piles, we have websites, we have storage rooms that need cleaned out. And I feel like, so, from personal experience, the next tiny step has worked with a lot of things. And I catch myself doing it even with making dinner. Like this is the silliest thing. I don't even know if I've shared this with you, but you know, I have to have dinner. We have to make dinner. I have to do something like overwhelmed as far as what all the who's the goals, what is the goal, you know, for dinner, it's just like to eat something, but one step action creates clarity. You say that all the time. That's in my head because Richard says action takes makes clarity um, or creates clarity. And it's one step. What's the immediate next step? I can open the fridge. <laughs> it's like I can open the fridge. For my work things, you know, I have seen, I cleaned out my uh, studio. Uh, you know, I used to have a, a paint studio and it mm. was overwhelming to me. And that room sat empty or sat full of all of the stuff for so long. And, you know, what would Richard, you know, action creates clarity, as you say, you know, and so taking that step, well, what's my single easiest, immediately doable, <laughs> tiny action that Richard would tell me to do. And it's not writing down in my diary, clean the studio. It's not that it's not it's like, go and open the door and look at it. <laughs> it's like open the door. And that's actually what I did, because my studio sat very messy for a very long time it was the the first action was opening the door and i scheduled to do that and we just get so many things right so yeah that's that's a really good uh distinction that you've made so 
often I'll say to people, you, you, yeah, often I'll say to people, if I was going to watch you start doing this thing now, yeah. what would I see you doing? And in the, in this case here of, of cleaning out your studio, you'd be, you might say to me, oh, well, I'm going to go in and clean out your studio. And I'd go, okay, yeah, but what would I see you do before you started cleaning out your studio? And it's like, it's hard for us to get our heads into that mindset of saying, oh, I would open the door. And, and that is a single, easy, immediately doable, tiny action. If you were there, you could open the door right now. And then it's like, you're asking yourself, okay, so what's my next tiny step? And it, it's a major change in mindset. And so we're not trying to stop setting goals. What we're trying to do is add an action oriented mindset to our already existing goal setting mindset. As I've said, we all have hopes, dreams, aspirations and desires that tomorrow will be better than today. We are all goal setters, but few of us take action. And the easiest way to take action is to ask ourselves what our next tiny step would be and say to ourselves, what would be a single, easy, immediately doable, tiny action that would move me forward right now? Now, here's the, here's, you know, again, for your retailers and people listening to this, if you want to apply this, you can apply it on any scale. I encourage you to make it as tiny as you can. But think about something that you'd like to make progress in that maybe has been frustrating you, overwhelming you, that you haven't um, moved forward. And simply think about what would progress look like a week from now? If I was to be here with you chatting about it, what would you tell me that progress would look like in a week's time? And then think about that, picture it in your imagination, and then let's back up right now and say, great, what could you do to move that forward? What would be a single, easy, immediately doable, tiny action you could take it take right now to move that forward? Now, when are you going to do that? <laughs> and put it in your diary, schedule it, okay? And then let your, you know, your conscious mind now can relax because it's scheduled in your calendar or in your diary. But your subconscious mind will go to work on that. Try it. Tr prove me wrong. Experiment with this thing. Now, there is one caveat on this, and that is life sometimes gets in the way. Stuff happens. You know, the phone goes off or we have an emergency or the car needs to go in and, and be repaired or stuff happens. Okay, we get that. So here's, here's the trick that has just worked so well for me. And that is, I will take that tiny little thing in my diary. In fact, I do this with all my appointments in my diary. I don't just leave it there and forget about it. I drag it to the next available white space on my calendar. It is such a powerful thing to do. So if for some reason I don't get something done I, and I've put it in my calendar, it's in my calendar because it's important to me, right? So if I didn't get it done, am I, am I saying, well, it's not important to me anymore? Well, probably not because I wouldn't have put my, it in my calendar if it wasn't important, important. So I'll drag it to the next available space. I may not do it there, but here's the thing. I will get a reminder 
and it will it's in my face it's like richard you said you were going to do that it's it's a really easy thing I really so so it's down to two questions. What do you want? And when are you going to do it? Or what are you going to do? When are you going to do it? What are you going to do? When are you going to do it? And then make it a next tiny step, make it a single, easy, immediately doable, tiny action, and watch the progress you make. Now you might not get to have complete the amount that you want to complete or get everything done that you want to get done. But I guarantee you that you will have made progress and you will have moved forward from where you are towards where you want to be. I, it, it's so true. And it also helped. I mean, the diary thing I think is really interesting because I used to poo poo you. <laughs> you would make us do that it's so funny it's like yeah yeah it's just a tiny step I'll get that done and Richard would say but when when are you putting it in and he used to make us take a picture and show him <laughs> and that like sounds really funny but that was that's for, for that's the truth and that's what would happen and I'd roll my eyes but you know what when I see it on my diary I do the thing so it's so it's so silly that I do the thing but it's it is so true it is very you know psychological I don't know what it is but it does help bust the excuse and I think the excuse to get pro to make progress um, the excuse and also the clarity of what is my next tiny step we've identified it we put it in the diary now we just need to do the dang thing right like we just got to do it that's how just open the door or move the wood one thing of wood pile we i've seen magic happen and i keep saying magic because i really think it's been powerful watching some you know our people in our pods we're still we still are in pods together we're still in accountability we call them accountability progress pods you know and uh, the progress i see you know I, we've seen people write books and it's just incredible it's just oh, incredible yeah. to see in what can happen with this next tiny step that richard is sharing with us and it's very powerful and and very especially you know, I think especially for busy self-entrepreneurs, like self-employed entrepreneurs, I think we're just, we have so many hats on and, and and we're doing so many things, but we also have big dreams about the things we want to do and we get in the weeds and all of that. And we all, you know, we all are there, but I, you know, I want everybody to listen to what you said, Richard, about what do you want? Like, you know, what do you want? There's things we have to do, but then there's also, what do we want? You know, we all have aspirations and dreams, as you said. So I appreciate that so much. And I also love that line, you know, what happened before that? In my teachings, I share a lot about reverse engineering. It's, you know, what happened before that? Everything is just a series of steps, right? It's just, it's a series of these yeah. single, easy you know, immediately doable, tiny action steps that Richard's sharing with us. How many times have I messed that word up when we met <laughs> together? Yes, we all messed well, up. Well, I, I got caught because I looked up on my wall in front of me <laughs> and I've got a very old version of it that I need uh, to change. And it's in a slightly different order. <laughs> we, do, we, do, we share it, but it, I, I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate that. So I want to honor your time today, Richard. I think we could chat. Well, I know that we could chat for probably two or three more hours. <laughs> here and I'd love to have you back on the podcast I think progress accountability I think um staying clear and true and moving forward in our business is so important and I think we beat ourselves up a lot on that I think a lot of us give us we we I don't know we feel bad I'm always you know self-doubt and beating up and it's it, it can be a hard thing so I want to pre I appreciate yeah. you can, can I leave you with one more thought mm -hmm. a top uh, American coach that some of you may have heard of called Tony Robbins talks about the fact that 
it's kind of the 80-20 rule. And we've already all heard about this 80-20 rule. And in terms of making progress, getting things done, changing our lives, all that sort of stuff, he kind of said that 20% is strategy and tactics and 80% is psychology. However, I heard somebody else say, yes, that's true, but in the psychology area, half of it is mindset that I know you talk a lot about, but here's the real key. The other half of that is community. Mm -hmm. And it is much, much easier to alter your mindset or maintain a positive mindset within community. I would really encourage your retailers to get together with other retailers or other people where they can talk about this stuff and talk about the challenges they've had or they're having and the successes that they're having and celebrate together. Being in community is huge. Trading on other people's belief in you is a huge benefit of community. Uh, having somebody there to encourage you, inspire you, and probably kick your butt when you need it as well is hugely valuable. We can't do this thing alone. You know, there is that saying that says, if you want to go fast, go on your own. If you want to go far, go together. But here's the deal. We know that the fastest people on the planet, sprinters, they can only do 100 meters and they are spent. And we don't want to be, oh, I don't think you want your, your business to be a flash in the pan, 100 meters sprint and then spent and then worn out. You know, we, if we can get together with other people who will encourage us and support us and inspire us, we will go much further for a longer period of time. We will weather the storms we'll be able to walk through the dark times and we'll be able to celebrate in the sunshine as well. Yeah, that's beautiful. And then, truthfully, that's what I've done in community with you and our member, and that's what our members do inside our inner circle. That's the communities. We've walked through the dark times over the last little while, but we've also celebrated. I think yeah, that's really, uh, thank you for, for reminding us all of that because I think that's really important. Richard, before you take off, before I let you go back, uh, Richard's in New Zealand, by the way, we're a long ways from each other and I'm in Canada, so it's bright and early in the morning for him and later at night for me as we're recording this. I love to give rapid fire questions. Are you up for it? Yep, for Ooh, okay. <laughs> well, this one's going to make you laugh. First one's, what's your current or favorite book? And let me just say, you better not tell me something that I haven't bought yet because you are my book. You are my book enabler, but can you share a current or favorite business book that you are loving or love? Oh, I can. I know you can. Uh, <laughs> I, I can. Richard is my book enabler for sure. It is called Impossible to Ignore Ooh. by Carmen Simon. And it's all about, actually, it's about memory and it's about how memory helps us become memorable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's an interesting thing. So, yeah, impossible to ignore. And I think that for anybody who's in any sort of sales, we want people to remember us. 
and remember what we do and what we sell. It's a great book. I love that. I love that. Great. Another one I got to buy now. <laughs> Another one I got to add to my library. Thank you. Another question here. Here's one I think that you will like. When you're not in your business, when you're not working in your business, what is a favorite hobby that you love to do? Oh, I love to play guitar. I play guitar a lot. That would be a favorite. I love to walk. I love to spend time with my granddaughters. Uh, I love time at the beach. I love hanging out with uh, my wife, Mandy. Obviously, we have a lovely property. I love sitting out in the backyard in the sunshine, sipping a glass of Chardonnay. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you do to gather courage when you need it? Last question. Oh, garage, to gather courage when I need it. Uh, I, that happens for me in community. Mm -hmm. I will call somebody. Yeah. I will talk with somebody who I respect and who I trust. Yeah. That's a great answer. Thank you, Richard. What's the best yep. place for us to send? Where can people find Richard? Where you can find me? Probably at richardrelston.com. That's the easiest way for you to find me. Okay, we'll have that link on our show in our show notes. And I want to thank you again for being here, my friend. I appreciate you and all of your wisdom and uh, grateful to have you here. And I think our members are better for it as well, too. So thank you, my friend. You're welcome. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week.